and welcome to another episode of Ask All From Yourself. Today we have the honor of having a wonderful boss babe entrepreneur, Nastasia Rose, founder of Vive, the creator and master coach of award-winning platform Rock the Detox. Which she came up with the idea at the age of 14. Uh, her business came about back in 2010 and ever since she has been blooming. Uh, she's advocating mental health and coaching entrepreneurs, not only with uh, bettering their income, but also their mental health. Honored to call her my friend. Here's Nati. Thank you, my love. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing better now. I just got my wisdom teeth removed like a week ago. But uh, I'm feeling better now. Not as swollen. I could actually eat food. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I was just talking about how um, I have to get mine and uh, I'm kind of scared because I don't know. He he looked like he was in pain. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was uh, like really swollen. I, when I didn't have the gauze in my mouth, it, I still looked like I had gauze in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. So yeah. So I was just very concerned of how I'm gonna eat my platanos. <laughs> yeah. If it's soft food, go for it. But if not. <laughs> don't, don't even try. It. So yeah, you can't, don't can't, can't get that platano those days. Yeah. I don't know. Depends. Well, what you heard Mike. I can show you her that. <laughs> <laughs> So today, um, we have a couple of questions we would like to ask you to get to know you and what you do a little bit more better. Mm. Yes. So one mm. thing I need to um, ask, what define VIVE? Yes. So VIVE is an acronym, mm -hmm. which stands for a vision to inspire the best version of energy. Ooh. I and love that. Yeah, it's it's a good one. <laughs> took, yeah. took almost 10 years to come up uh. with, but we got here. <laughs> you know? But um, it's, it's a really great movement within the brand where basically we help creators be great and successful in all the ways, financial, emotional, spiritual, um, both personal and professional, while keeping their energy and mental health first. You know, sometimes we grind, we hustle, we do all these things, and we realize we're supposed to do it the opposite. We're supposed yes. to do it while we care for ourselves first because that's the only way we can serve others the best. So, yes. That's how yeah. we burn out, and then we just are, like, in a mental block and just yeah. stop with everything. Absolutely. You think that helps also with expectations? Like, therefore, you know how you go expecting this outcome you know, for those people who are like, I want to blow my business and it has to go this way. And then they fall into mental problems because it doesn't go the way they think <clears throat> they would be. Oh, yes. Because they got too attached. Yeah. yeah. You can't be attached. You have to be completely unattached from the outcome. The vision is only so that you know what you're doing. It's not necessarily like, yes, we can hold on to it, mm -hmm. but only to an extent because you're not God and God is God. Yeah. So, true, exactly. you know, at the end of the day, God is God. Universe is universe. They're the bigger source, not you. You're simply the vessel. So the vision comes to you from a higher power and it's up to you to execute it and you have to allow space for something, someone greater than you to take over. So when someone comes in like that, like this has to get done, it has to be like this, like, you know, it, it's more than just it's too masculine. It's it's more of the matters of you're holding on too much. Why are you holding on? No. You yeah. know, what is it that's deeper? The core. Mm -hmm. Got to remember, you can only control your emotions and how you react to things. Yes. After that. The outcome will be completely different. Whatever goes. Yeah. And you had? Um, all right. So uh, what excites you about your business? Is there something in the near future, long term, that you're looking forward to with your business? Yes. So I really love the impact that we're making right now. I really love the way that we're transforming lives when it comes to better mental health, better energy, having people be in more awareness with this. Like it just, it really matters to me because mm -hmm. we don't, put this into consideration. And I mm -hmm. feel like with the pandemic coming, we had no other choice. Yeah. And it was either we pivot or plummet, you know? So mm -hmm. what I'm really excited about is the impact. We have a lot of projects that are mm -hmm. coming to support the impact. But at the end of the day, it's how we're helping creators think, how we're helping people think, Yeah, you know, to be a little more kind, to be with a little less anger. Use the anger when you're supposed to, when it comes in a positive benefit. Mm -hmm. But be cautious of when it takes you the other way. You know, these right. are the things that we help our creators think of and it helps them do good business faster. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I just heard something where it said, um, uh, let anger motivate you to better yourself, not just get angry and just lash out, but actually use it to improve yourself and whatever you want to achieve. And I took that like, oh, wow, that's I didn't I didn't look at it like that. So let me actually use that for myself as well. Yeah, and I like that. That's so you, exactly the good version of, sorry, that's the exact good version of anger that we teach. So good yeah. job. So that's, yeah. I was going to say, uh, you help the um, these individuals channel their, angle, their anger into the 
right way. Yeah, using it as fuel as opposed to using it as a way to be revengeful or attacking someone else. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't that what we do? We get angry. Yeah. We act up on that. And sometimes it's not even what we really want to say. It's not even what we really want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens in our businesses, couples. It, it happens yeah. even the, to ourselves. Don't yeah. we get angry when we don't we don't get Without the outcome that we want? Right. And we blame ourselves and it's just hard. Yeah. So get in the tool to understanding that it's just an emotion and channeling into where it should be. And or, okay, you want to be angry? Let's be angry. Let's use this anger to better ourselves in this way instead of just act up on it it's a very good tool so yeah, i'm excited that you yeah. you know are able to do that and help other people that's crazy that's yes. good yeah because yeah. you don't really see that out there like that it's mostly just about money 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 you yeah mm-hmm. rarely yep. see anyone actually hey no there's you gotta worry about your mental health your emotion because at the end of the day if you're not right nothing else will be right and yeah. you're just gonna bring every, everyone and everything down with you i feel yeah. like that's also the reason why a lot of the people who have succeed and come to like the top of where they thought they would be and they realize it's not what they thought it would be mm-hmm. because they had this expectation. They went from this, oh, when I get there, I'm going to be happy. Oh, when I'm there, this is when I'm, everything is really going to start working for me. And they completely forgot that that is not that is not true, right? It's in the process. It's, it's in the how journey. you look. It's the journey. It's the yeah. journey. It's how you look at this um, you know, goal that you achieve. It's how you let it come and teach you. Yeah. I feel like after I got I like conquer a goal, I'm not there just to say, okay, check off and more like, all right, I did it. What did it you know, what what was the lesson? How can I use this yeah. in my everyday life? Yeah, what was the right. lesson? Is it worth me keep going forward, improve it? Or was it just something that I needed to get here and say, eh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Not for me. Move on. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I like that. So, um, how do you manage? Because I know you, like I said, she's also a friend of mine. And I don't understand how you manage doing your business, being a mom, a <laughs> wife, and keeping a mental health stability. Like, how do you how do you do that? Yeah, so that took time. <laughs> I definitely took time. <clears throat> um, honestly, the, the isolation really helped me. So, because, 2020. Yes. That... Um, <laughs> Right before the pandemic, I really questioned how powerful my mind was because I literally said I need a break right Mm. before the pandemic hit, right before March. Like, I'm not kidding. Right before March, I said, I need a break. I need separation. And then it hit. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I said, I remember too when like the big Don't blame her. It wasn't her. Yeah, Yeah, not my fault. (laughs) Not my fault. Don't come for me. (laughs) Don't come for me. Um, Honestly, it was just, when it hit, I remember sitting there. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I really just, I said, okay, so what am, what am I going to do? You know, yeah. what what are we going to do? How are we going to make this work? Yeah. And what I did was I just, um, I, I really chose to say, I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going to take advantage of this time, whatever this is, how long it is. And I'm going to choose to be different. That's it. You know, I, um, I was really wanting that break so the isolation has helped for the piece um to be able to know my time blocks so to like people operate different with time management you Mm -hmm. know like for me it's it took me almost the whole two years of the pandemic actually no in Buta, it really took me the whole two years of the pandemic (laughs) (laughs) it really took me the whole two years to really get it together when it comes to how to do that piece so the mornings i have to care for myself whether it's getting on that nordic track treadmill whether it's, you know, just journaling, meditating, having a cup of coffee and looking outside at that snow in the backyard, like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, or the spring when it's nice, you know, like I need that morning, you know, and then also making sure my son is good. That's priority for me more than anything. Mm -hmm. If my son is good and I don't know the answer to that, I can't work. So, you know, making sure he's good. I take him to school. I pick him up in the middle of the afternoon and take him to, to his academy. You know, I'm there when I don't travel. So, you know, that matters to me and just really checking in on the people I live with, you know, really Mm -hmm. checking in and making sure that they're good. Because as much as I would love to say, yes, it's about you, put yourself first. It's also about how your self-care is impacting other people when you live that close in the house. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's great. Put yourself first for a little bit, but then check in and be like, how are you? You know, of course. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very impactful on those two things as I ensure that everybody in the house is okay. I can work with with a clear head. Yeah. Nice. So you recreated this routine 
that worked for you and for, you know, your significant people who are with you. And that gave you like a little mold that helped you, you know, go through your days and say, all right, I think that this works best for me. Waking up in the morning and actually doing things for myself in the morning before I even go and take care of anybody else, right? Mm -hmm. yep. A checklist. A checklist, checklist. yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like that works for me too. I have uh, my, my, shi my shifts change. And in the beginning, I was like, I hate doing the second shift. And then I became to love it where I get the whole morning for myself. Mm -hmm. I get to start the day doing something that I really love. Mm -hmm. So I feel like once I got into that routine where like I can do yoga, I can work out, I can just sit down and have a tea. My favorite meal of the day is always breakfast. Mm -hmm. So a being able to enjoy a full breakfast, Pinterest looking thing, snapping yeah. a picture and say, <laughs> I'm winning, you know, yeah. that right there. And then go ahead and kill myself in my, in my, you know, shift. It didn't matter because at least I begin the day with me and, right. you know, making sure my kids had their breakfast or having, you know, anything ready that they need to, they continue their day. So it was, it was definitely a game changer once right. I started realizing that it's actually not that bad. For those who don't have the opportunity to like say, okay, I have time for myself in the morning, try to get that 30 minute, 20 minute in before you're, you're, you're have to do like, I have to go to work. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Do something that actually will, you will want to do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah if you got to wake up earlier than the rest of the house, then get it done. Yeah. You know? Even if it's like those 20 minutes, sit down in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, if you, you, you want to sit down and take a Men shit do it. and be like, oh, I <laughs> meditate here. Yeah. yeah, it happens. You know, it's, you know, you got, you got Vic with his sports in there, like crazy and just chilling and relaxing. You know? Back in the days, you think about it. That is the time that guys had that little, uh, you know what moment is it for moment for themselves you know how we used to put magazines yeah. and um periodicals the newspapers right mm -hmm. next yeah. to the toilet paper yeah. right <laughs> yes. next to the toilet right, there, the right there that was i the need thing. to set that up <laughs> <laughs> i gotta set that up for you <laughs> do something with puzzles people do puzzles yeah it was crossword yeah. right listen yeah. i remember my dad and when he was in the toilet you had to go make an appointment <laughs> to talk to him because you had to be like uh are you done anytime soon? He's like, I'm in, I'm in page three. It's like, <laughs> your, your legs are getting numb. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But you know what? That was his Their mental moment. moment where break, where they're like, I have not, I, there's nothing else that I got to be doing but sitting my ass here and taking a shit, right? Yeah. And even if I only had a piss and two mojones to push, <laughs> I'm going to sit here until I'm mentally ready to go out there. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, My brother likes to be on social media when he's taking a shit. So whenever you see him liking a picture <laughs> or posting, that's where he is, okay? Yeah. It gets real! <laughs> he actually gets, he, he expresses how he gets anxiety when he's on the toilet yeah. and he doesn't have a cell phone. Hmm. I understand because I do like to sit with myself. I don't, I don't mind that, but sitting there and just doing nothing you kind of get you know that you know you're like okay you how so many tiles i have something. down there oh look yeah. a crack i didn't know that crack was there <laughs> yeah. but you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's because back then we didn't have social media but we definitely had an entertainment little area yeah. in the toilet seriously yeah, yeah. and then for some people too if they can't do it in the morning a nighttime's not that bad too like i i'm really looking forward to also having a morning and an evening routine mm -hmm. um so in the evening I would love to do more of like the skincare stuff, you know, yeah. where I'm like really, you know, in the nano steamer and I'm really with my ginger oil and, you know, I'm really just doing that maneuvering, you know, at night. It's tough to do right now because in my final months of classes before I finally graduate. But after that, that's the evening routine. Being with the family, that's evening, you know, yeah. we'll pop up a movie, you know, relax and that's it. Isaiah has his his family time before he goes to sleep, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's also like, you know, how to enjoy with yourself and how to enjoy with others. You yeah. know, that way you feel complete in a way. Closing yeah. your day, right? Mm -hmm. How yeah. do you want your day to, to start? To start and, and how finish. do you want it to finish? finish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I like to say a thank you and just say, you know what? I got through the day. It was good. Whatever happened, happened. Whatever was accomplished, was accomplished. And being able to ground yourself and say, I did it. And that's what, that's all, that's all folks. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that is all for today. Yeah. yeah. Sit my ass in the bed and wait for my husband to come. 
that's great. And finish it up. And finish it up, yes. <laughs> call it, call it. <laughs> that's great. I love you. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. Um, cheers, cheers. Oh, salud, salud to that. We're, we're, we're Do it for all of us, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind us while we take a sip <laughs> go ahead okay um well that was kind of went into my question uh was that the first time you've like realized you had something to deal with your mental health or is there like a different occasion where it was actually your first do you remember the first occasion where you realized all right hold on something isn't right what is this and how did you deal with it I actually love that question um, because I did notice that there were issues there, but I wasn't really working on it in alignment. You know, there's a difference when you wake up and you realize that you have a problem with certain things. Right. And then it's when you actually get to work on it in alignment. Right. So, for example, right before the pandemic hit, I was doing really good with a membership that we're getting ready to relaunch now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um we were rising up to 2,000 members. All of them were paying anywhere from $99 to $199 a month. You do the math. You know wow. what I mean? Like, yeah. real mm-hmm. quick. But, mm-hmm. you know, we could have easily scaled up to 200K months and kept scaling and we would have been good. But um, I hit a traumatic situation in, in my personal life. And then I was sexually assaulted literally back to back. And wow. that was when I was like, I have to... I got to figure this out. I got to figure out how I'm attracting point. this. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit and I was sexually assaulted in the beginning of the pandemic. So mm. I had to, that's even worse. I feel because it's not even yeah. like there's any other distractions. Like there's no people to see. There's no yep. anything yeah. like that. You're isolated already. You're in masks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a whole different trip when you go to the police for that report. So it was just, there was a lot going on and, I was just like, I I really have to figure out how I'm attracting this because it doesn't make sense how I run a company to help people be better in their energy and mental health. And this is what's happening in my personal life. So I'm just, I'm big on that. There's companies that they, you know, their personal life is their personal life. Their business is their business. Because we're an alternative mental health practice for creators and creative professionals, I can't fake my life. I can't, I can't like it better match Mm-hmm. So, you know, I shut the whole thing down. I didn't care how much money it was making. I shut the whole thing down, moved out of my brick and mortar for safety. And I did some crazy inner healing. I visited an Ayurvedic practitioner. I started couples therapy, individuals therapy. Um, the breakthrough of telling Vic when I was sexually assaulted, that was a wake up call for both of us. There was because it basically happened under his watch. Right. Like, how did that happen under yeah. his watch? So it's just. There were so many different angles to cover. Um, but once I saw that it got that bad, I was like, this isn't happening again. I've been sexually assaulted every 10 years since I was four. What? So yeah. it was. It, it started with a, a, you know, someone within the family when I was four years old, I was molested. Then 10 years later, I was raped and lost my virginity, not by choice. And then 10 years after that, date raped. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it kept spiraling so I had to really check my boundaries and I had to really ask myself how am I it's not that it's our fault no no you know it's it's definitely not our fault but it's there's something happening there within the energy and you got to clean it up you know what I mean so we we can't be in denial of our bullshit anymore we have to really sit with it also too I had a really bad drinking problem years ago like the first five years um being in the family that I'm in right now it was it was bad like Everybody was concerned and no one was talking, you know, so I had to really clean myself out. I didn't I didn't like the woman I was. I wasn't proud of her. You know, it was it was extremely embarrassing, right. you know, to, mm-hmm. to run this company and be who I am behind, behind closed doors. So I had to I had to do the cleanup. I had to do the real big cleanup. And I didn't want anyone else to have to suffer within the past two years. So I isolated myself. Mm. That was what I did. I isolated myself. I went traveling. Um, I finally made it to Cancun, but with a spiritual journey. It wasn't necessarily the party. There's yeah. a whole different, yeah. you know, area in Cancun yeah. where you can actually go to heal and you go in these ceremonies that help you be better. So I, I did all of this stuff so that I could really find out the root of what I was attracting so that mm. I would never attract it again. Mm-hmm. And then finally, 
set boundaries? Where am I being too naive? And what am I not doing to check my surroundings and my friends and my environments? You know, right. And what type of friends do I want to have for life? And I really spent the past two years thinking that over to where when I finally was going to start seeing people again, you being one of the very first, you guys being one of the very first that I've seen in two years, you. you know, two whole years. Of course, my pleasure. It was I set the list, you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm, I'm damn proud of that list. You know, mm. we got to be really selective. selective, clean, clear. And whoever we choose to be around has to support the force that we are becoming. Yeah, Correct. I'm very big on that, mm. especially this year. They know that um, I used to do a lot of the things because of just because we, we I didn't ever question it. Basically, I will do it and not question it. Why am I really doing this? It was more because oh she's been a friend of mine for blah 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 years and I have to I have to go over here but I, I didn't want to <laughs> you know and then starting to selectively choose who I want near me <clears throat> what I want my time to be spent in and actually care caring for me is a thing that I do but I was not getting the same care back mm. and I didn't read that until this past year where I start realizing that you can you can choose you 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 like you said you start taking a look and of your surrounding and say what am I why am I attracting this kind of people I'm always attracting the same friendship and the same people who are just they don't feed my my fire the same way that I would like to be you know uh how you say that Mitch <laughs> you know yeah. yes so once I start looking more into that i had gained so many great amazing friends people co-workers an environment that has definitely made a change because now i can it's not like i'm like you know i'm not going to talk to you because you don't feed me you know you're not yeah. you're not matching my energy no not it's just more like where do i want to um where do i put in energy to what is something that is just there because it's meant to tell t- teach me something or what is there for me to evolve with it so. and how do you feel now after the transformation you did amazing with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. completely amazing um i feel light yeah yeah i feel so light i feel i don't do things anymore just because of what they're gonna say or what i have to i this image that i have to portrayed or you know follow i don't do that anymore and it's just it feels great it feels more authentic yes yeah for sure no yeah i did the same thing like i'd say that about last year just learning to say no honestly was like a huge thing Mm -hmm. setting boundaries because if you don't respect your own boundary why would anyone else if you don't even respect you know yeah so that's a huge step that everyone has to do like learn your boundaries and learn how to respect it yourself because that's the main thing it's you are the only one that can see where you need help in and actually do the work you know you can get help but you have to realize that i actually need Mm -hmm. help you know yeah Yeah. what tools do you use or you can recommend that were key to helping you like understand yourself a little bit better because i feel like everything that comes after that it's all like, uh, what do you call, how you say, reciprocate? You know, like, once you know yourself and you know who you want, what do you want, and you know yourself, because in order to set boundaries, you need to know yeah, who you are, sure. right? Yeah. So how do you get to that point to knowing who you are? What kind of tools helped you to say, oh, wow, I never had ever asked that question to myself. And I think once I started asking that, then I started, like, changing the way I think about this and that. Do you yeah. know what? The isolation was my most powerful tool, honestly. Like, it's, you know, and I got backlash for it because I just kind of went off the face of the earth and nobody saw me. So it definitely created issues for people that cared, that wanted me around. Mm-hmm. Um, family, you know, it that, that was how um, some of the issues had started. But at the end of the day, I really needed that because I felt like I was screaming and nobody was hearing my voice. Yeah. Like, that was how it really started to feel. And it was getting to the point where it was just, it was... It was getting dark and I felt like I was spending so much of my time serving other people and I wasn't hearing my own voice. Mm. So I had to really get in that isolation because I had to get to the point where no other voices were in my head and it was just my own. Mm -hmm. And then I could ask myself again, what do I really want? 
And that's why I feel like I'm really coming into this power force right now because I took that time and I look back at the past two years and I'm like, damn, like that was real, but I'm so grateful for that. Oh, you are, <laughs> yeah. yes. Like, yes. I am so grateful for that. And I'm sorry, you told me no family. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so, I'm so it's grateful okay. for that. Like, I'm so grateful for that because it helped me get clear on what I really need and what I want. And I didn't have to hear anybody's judgment. I didn't have to hear anybody's pain. I was able to just hear myself and I care for people. I love people sometimes Mm -hmm. too much. And I really just had to love me because I have a child that needs my love. So, you know, it's at the end of the day, he's my angel. He's the one that comes first. And if I'm not a good version of me for him, how's he going to grow up? So, you know, it just, it really matters to me to be a great mom for him because I know what it's like to struggle when you don't, I don't want to say don't have a great mom. My mom's diagnosed bipolar. So, you know, that's how the company actually started because the second she was diagnosed, I started doing research for years and then started the company. But it's that it's, it was complicated for her to communicate her love because of her diagnosis. So due to that, and still is to this day, but I know that she loves me and I love her right back. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be a great influence for my son. You know, so that just matters to me at the end of the day. Like, that boy has my heart. I will sacrifice for him till the end of time in a way way that's in alignment that I can be the best version Version, for him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something so, so, so important for parents that they realize a lot of us, a lot of parents, mostly back then, they lose themselves. They get that title and it's like, I can only be a mom. Mm. And they completely forget that, well... If you're only a mom and you're only, you know, concentrating the mom concept, you're going to forget that that's all they're going to know about you. Mm-hmm. They're not, you're not, and but you want them to succeed. You want them to be strong. You want them to be all these things that you're not showing. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to be everything you want your, your, your kids to be if you're not showing it? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have a million dollar business, but you can also be a boss. Mm-hmm. You know, you can show how to respect people, how to act like you have happy life and be happy and take care of yourself. And that's all within you. So losing yourself in the process of, okay, I, if when I'm a kid, you know, I'm a mom, I have to just give my life to it. It's kind of like, well, you're, you're forgetting that that's all you're teaching them. Yeah. yeah. And Yes, but that that's not who they're you want them just to be. You don't want them to live to an expectation where you're just going to be somebody's mom and somebody's wife. Yeah. It's like that's it. You don't you want them to travel the world. You. you don't want them to see what the what the life is all about. You don't want them to question this, you know. So I want them to like if you want them to do that, start with you. There's yeah. more than just where we are. Yeah, like the and the seven figure business, you know, that's just an after effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not before it used to be the goal, like it used to be like the real passionate goal for me. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I was doing it all wrong. And that's why we were broke for so long before we finally started making money. Mm-hmm. And the breakthrough was that it's not about the number. It's about the impact on your way to that number so that you can make it concrete once yes. you get there. So, you know, my passion as as we scale now to a multiple seven figure business is that I want to do it in flow. I want to do it with great delegation to my team so that I can actually have fun with my son. I've been traveling with my son. Even though we were in the pandemic, we went to California one time and we spent time with my dad. And now I'm about to graduate in Phoenix with my degree, my bachelor's of science in addition to Thank you. It's finally going to happen. And, um, you know, we're going to do a whole family trip, the whole thing. And we're going to rent a gorgeous, you know, either a big house or a mansion in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I'm going to walk down that commencement aisle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, helping him see there's, there's more than New Jersey, you know, there's other states and countries out there. Like we got to get our kids to see that. Like, let's have them open up. My kid is, I know we all brag about our kids, but man, my son, he is drawing Sonic and Shadow and all these crazy (laughs) cool cartoons right now. And I'm just like, wow, you're only six. Like, this is wild. You know, he'll watch a YouTube video and he'll just like go away at it. And I'm just so impressed with him. And then technology, he's gifted with engineering. Like, he has to see the world with those types of gifts. Exactly. And he dances. (laughs) (laughs) What else is there? You know? I think that's the best age, too. Like, they're so creatively and and, and 
passionate about what they want to do and they do, they want to eat the whole world. And I, if you nourish that mm-hmm. and you make that like their personal part of the personality trait, hopefully they never lose that, you know? Yeah. Hopefully they keep that energy going and keep going where like you know in the future they're yeah. like i just want to keep exploring yeah yes yeah. yeah we just have to help them like let them know that we're here to help them out in any way we can because maybe we didn't have that growing up but now we understand we actually needed that help so now let's actually dive deeper into what they're passionate about I and not that. focus about guidance everything, you know yeah i love yeah. that especially because as were we speaking about mental health mental health really the core of it it's when we were kids oh mm-hmm. for sure everything so stems back to when everything we were that we do is because we were either taught or saw it somewhere or just that's how we were brought to oh, be you yeah. know so raised or culture it's just everything is such when you your childhood has such an impact and i did not know that i didn't, I didn't put that much uh, thought attention into thought into it until this past year mm. That the more I keep reading, the more I keep, you know, um, digging more about mental health, I realize that everything comes back to childhood. Yeah. So it, it kind of, I'm not going to lie, it scared me a little bit. Because being a mom, it scares you. Because mm-hmm. then you're like, wow, wait. So everything that I do, even though I'm growing still, it's hard. I have a teenager and I feel like, oh man, I'm fucking up with her so many times because <laughs> I'm trying not to be this, you know, typical mom, how I was raised because... I, I can do better. I can give this. Not that my mom, you know, did a bad job. It's more like I can grab this and this and mix it up and see what it came do about. Do it your own way. Yeah, mm-hmm. do, it, do it a little bit because I want her to have a more open-minded to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it this come to a world where people are making money and, and, and being who they are in the most extravagant way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't think like that. We thought you had to go to school, get a degree, work. You know, it was just like, and now we have, you know, the pandemic had showed the many ways of the world that, there's you options. know, yeah. yeah, there's so many options out there that I want them to, you know what, I'm not even going to put any boundaries on you. Mm. You go ahead and figure it out because I don't even know what's going to, what's going to make you happy in the next 20 years. Mm. We don't ever know. Now kids dancing for TikTok, that's their happy place. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? if that's what makes you happy, okay. You know? <laughs> I would never thought that in 10 years. Yeah. I don't think my brother would have thought that in 10 years. <laughs> Because he's he likes to do these TikToks things. Nice. But, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever makes you happy. But you know, that's what I. If you didn't have that, if you don't understand it, doesn't mean that it's not available. Yeah. So it's hard to work on your own mental health, grow, and knowing that you're being watched under microscope, even though you don't think by your kids. They're observing everything that you do. Mm -hmm. So that's why I decided to take that super step and say, I need to to own myself because all I can give my daughters is my authentic authentic self. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said that because honestly, the quickest step to begin that healing is the acceptance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's... It's okay to be where you are in your mental health journey. Like, it's yeah. okay. It's better that you realize it than just be ignorant of the whole thing altogether. You know, it's the fact that you just accept where you are. Um, that was a really tough thing for me because in my first years of my son's life, I, I really did have a really bad drinking problem. And I didn't know how to tackle it. And it was <clears throat> it was because it was all my family knew. <laughs> you know, we go to family gatherings, we drink, we fight, and, and we do it again. <laughs> you know, that was the thing. What time next Saturday? Yeah, so it was just like... like you know and it was just um i i had to really switch that up obviously when i had isaiah so you know it it came down to the point where i had to really spend that time in the pandemic and i worked on everything i worked on my drinking issues why the drinking issues were so bad to the point where now it's like i'm doing it to have a good time i socialize i'm with you guys but you know when i go home i know the work i gotta do you know what i mean so it's just like i there's a there's not a balance a harmony with it and I love the word balance. Yeah, I do. I do love yeah. the word balance. The only reason why I switched it from balance to harmony was because I forced the balance so much to realize that sometimes there's no such thing. It really depends on how bad the sacrifice gets or how bad the situation gets in anything. You want to harmonize because you want to, instead of run away from your trauma, embrace it. Yes. Instead of running away from the things that bring situations that may not bring you joy, You want to embrace how that's happening in the first place so you can learn from it and get lessons from it and be able to move forward. And that was when I I switched that up because I used to be obsessed with balance too. And then I was like, 
I don't know how I can balance scaling to a seven figure business while being a mom, while, you know, seeing if I'm going to walk down the aisle. Like that's a lot to, while finishing school. Yeah. It's a lot to handle while cleaning the house, doing the chores, <laughs> handling the laundry. Yeah. Winter is the worst. They wear like five different outfits in a day. And then there's thermals and undershirts. And I'm like, you're on your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I was yeah. up till 1 a.m. last night doing laundry. I was like, you need to help me fold. <laughs> there needs to be something folded when I get back, please. Um, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. You know, it's just, there's, there's a lot of it. So I switched it to Harmony because I was I was stressing myself out trying to find that balance and I was like I gotta stop being hard on myself yeah like I, I gotta stop that like it's I gotta love this life if, if I don't love this yeah. life why am I living it love so that's that's what I that's what I started love to folding do. that damn clothes yeah <laughs> yeah conversations that, yeah you know have you ever watched um, Titan with uh, Mary Kondro I, I think I'm saying it wrong but there's a show in Netflix you know which one right it's, it's when you throw it away you say thank you Marie Kondo yes. Marie Kondo Marie Kondo, Kondo you know yeah. you know yeah. she showed me I hate fucking folding clothes excuse my language <laughs> I can't wash the whole house but please don't make me fold the clothes and put them away oh my god I think I even worse <laughs> So for me, it's like when she was explaining to you that you got to talk to your clothes and say thank you. Yeah. I started doing, let me see if that shit works for me because I got to have some type of harmony, like you said, with these damn clothes. <laughs> and, you know, slowly I have some bad days. Some days I'm like, I'm sorry. Ain't happening. <laughs> You're going to sit there in the dryer and I'm going to dry you again tomorrow. Because <laughs> I'm not doing that. I love saying thank you when I throw stuff away now because of that. Because I, yes. I was watching her show and I was like, yep, I got to clean all this up. Because the last house we were in, we were hoarding like in the basement, like wild. And then I didn't want it to be like that, like when we moved. Yeah. So, you know, every time we throw something away, did you say thank you? Thank you. And yes. even Isaiah does it. So we're, we're big on that in the That's house. Good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What's something... <sighs> To think about. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan, go ahead, <laughs> do it. It feels really good. I mean, I. She says, she says, she says, thank you for serving me, right? Something like that, and then anything that you give away that you give to don't. I, I do that to my my daughters every year before um, the Christmas holidays comes in. Yeah, they're only allowed to have a certain amount of toys. I tell mm. them there's no need for having too much. Mm. They don't even play with it. So, yeah. um, you recycle, you grab whatever you don't no longer serves you or you grew out of it and you give it to those who do, mm-hmm. you know, can will serve to them. And then that gives space and opens the space for new things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my closet. I do the same thing. I just did it last week. Yeah. yeah. I, I, somebody can say here, we're not going to mention names, <laughs> that I always get a package. But. <laughs> That's great. But. <laughs> I do. I do donate every year. I love donating. I love, you know, recycling. Is that the word, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you Could go. Be <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah, I just boxed up. I, I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff I didn't want to keep anymore, and I, I gave it away, too. And I said, thank you. But it's going to go to... You know, care and need. Because that's the one nonprofit we have, actually. We give back to Covenant House. So when I was abused by my mom, I was a resident in their Rites of Passage program. So when I was a teenager. And um, that's how I got my first apartment. They have this whole cool program where you pay them money every week. And when you do the exit interview, they give you the money back. And you can put it towards your apartment. So that was how I got my first apartment at 16. Then I started working for corporate for Fox for a few years. And then I couldn't keep up because I was in coaching school, trying to finish my accounting degree at the time, trying to have a social life with an apartment in the Bronx. And I was just like, I'm, I can't do all this and, and try to start a company. So they, they fired me because I was always late. And I took, oh, <laughs> you know, always late. Talk about <laughs> I was always late. And I took out the 401k, started Vive, and 11, 12 years later, here we are. Nice. There you go. I always say after... It's a rock bottom. There's always yeah. a there's always oh, yeah, that sure. that lotus. Yeah, it's like uh like an arrow, bow and arrow. Like you're yep. going all the way to the back, and then at that point you're just gonna go. Yeah, straight I remember through. too when I was gonna get fired. I because I kept getting late that week, and I was like <laughs> no matter what I did, like it just kept happening. <laughs> you know, like no matter what, I even broke night one time drinking with friends. I was like I can't fall asleep. Don't let me go to sleep. I gotta go to work at eight a.m. And <laughs> I I find like I was on the D train and. The, the, all of a sudden it just because you know around 8.30 it just pauses because there's so much rush hour traffic yeah. going on so this time it just stood open for longer than five minutes and I just looked up I said God if this is the day I get fired let it happen I'm ready <laughs> I showed up sure enough I was late they had a box waiting for me at the desk I was like alright thank you <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I packed everything and I left and I said, all right, let's try to figure out how to start this company because I don't got a choice now. So that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and that pushed you, isn't it? It's great though. It's crazy, right? That you have to happens. be there. You have to yeah. be there. That's why a lot of people, are, they, when they're scared, like, oh, I want to start a new job because they're scared of like hitting rock bottom. Well, you don't know the cap, the cap, of, the the capabilities, that is that capabilities, capabilities yeah. that you have until you're in that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't mind hitting rock bottom in any life and because you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, I was also fired and I worked so hard for this guy. I, <laughs> he only, I was the longest, um, I was his medical assistant and he was, I was the longest, I, yeah, it was a year. I was the longest uh, medical assistant he ever had. Right. He would change. I was number 21. Mm. Listen Damn. to this. And, what, and I, I was the longest he ever had. So I, I took pride on that. And I worked so hard. And it was not even him who fired me. It was this new girl who came in making changes. And she just did not like me. Uh. So she just, you know, grabbed it on whatever it is. And she fired me. And I remember calling Mike. And I was like crying. And I left in good terms of my one my uh, previous. previous job. So... I call him and like, listen, it didn't work out. <laughs> I didn't tell him that I got fired. I was just like, yeah, I don't like it here. <laughs> so I was wondering if I can just go back to you guys. I mean, if you guys want me. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. You can come on Monday. Right. And I'm just devastated because I spent a whole year giving such a, you know, I'm thinking I'm working for a purpose here. I'm This is a big company. And I was just devastated. How the hell am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to like help my, my other half? You know, like it was just, you know, you know, all those uncertain things. How old were they at the time? Uh, I don't know. This was in 2013, right? It's th- 13. So, so like something like that. Yeah. A couple yeah. months. A couple months. So anyways, that I go ahead and go to eat with my friend the same day, crying. I was like, I need you to help me. I can't. I don't. I was just in blue. I didn't even know how I got there. Mm-hmm. And sitting down, right in front of me is a school, a medical career institute. I see it there, and I'm like, you know, I'm always. Every time I come up here, I always look at that, and I never. I I always wanted to go in. Right. I go in, and that day the guy said, "Well, we have a program that starts on Monday. Mm. If you go and get me your taxes, I'll sign you. I'll roll you right in." I was like, and I called my Mike, and I was like, "Should I?" Go Monday, start work, or start school. And I made the decision, a blind decision. I had no idea. I had no um, knowledge of ultrasound technology and radiology. I had, like, you know, whatever everybody knows, babies and x-rays and bones. That's all I knew about. So it was just not like, oh, this is what I really wanted to do the rest, you know, my entire life. And I did a blind decision and said, you know what? Let's just take that jump up leap, a leap of faith and... Signed up, and it was the best decision I ever made. What got you to fall in love with it? Oh, yeah. I uh, got me in fall in love because I like pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I like pictures and being able to... Um, I always like caring and helping people. Mm-hmm. But I don't see myself being a nurse because I feel that, unfortunately, being a nurse takes away a little bit. It does. It's just too much stress. Mm. You fall under so much stress that for me, that life was not going to be worth it. Mm. So how can I care for another people without being too involved? Right. Mm. Right? So this is another way. Nurses and doctors need me to help the person. You suspect this, I will let you know if it's true or not. Mm. So in that little circle, I felt like, you know, part of a branch that I'm not too much, but I'm not too little, you know? And the fact that I can see people insides and be able to tell so much about you because, oh, I know if you drink. <laughs> oh, I know if you drink. I, I know if you eat good. And I know when you come to me like, I, I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> not what your arteries sign with this plaque, but okay. <laughs> you know, I can I can tell so much about you. And yeah. it and the fact that I'm in a industry that not only helps, but you learn so much about life when you are talking to these elderly people and they tell you how the life that they had it i every time i come with a story and, and mike and i just discuss like oh my god today i had a patient who blah 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 and it, it just teaches you so as long as it keeps in involving me and teaching me about life and keeping me motivated i'm all for it i love you so much for sharing that because um you know yes we serve creators and entrepreneurs in our business but i've had clients come in and think that they were meant for the entrepreneur life 
to go right back to corporate because they realized in the work they did with us how passionate they were about what they did in corporate. Like it's the intention isn't necessarily to get you to be an entrepreneur it's to get you to love your life. So the fact that you really can share from that passion, I'm like sitting, I'm like listening. I'm like, yeah, she really loves her job. Like that's what we all want to be able to say is I really love my job. You know what I mean? Like, that that joy that excitement that comes out from it so it's just it's so beautiful that you're connected to that because that is the true goal that's the intention as yeah. long as you feel that way you will be happy yeah and that's what we want to give our kids yeah i, yeah. I told my husband the first every i came with my first check i couldn't believe that i got paid for something that i was like i, I don't even feel like i'm working and yeah. you had fun yeah, yeah. I was so much fun i was like yeah. am i getting paid for this okay <laughs> Where are we going next? <laughs> That's beautiful. So it, it was nice. So I know we all got rough time, like pandemic, you know, and, and stuff like that. That tests you and and mm. shows you what you really want to do. But there is there's where your job, your 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 mental health that you the work that you put we've been putting in. Mm. That's when it shows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't put in work in your in your mental state. Just because you, you're thinking, oh, you know, I just want to go with the, the mental health. No, it's because when it comes to the day that you get tested, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you get, face something that is going to really test you and how strong mentally you are and how much you know yourself, that's when it's going to show up. Yeah. And you could challenge too, like I said, plummet or pivot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like anybody in this world who really chose to pivot in the pandemic, like, they're going to be unstoppable now through every single recession because mm-hmm. we would be, I mean, I would love if something like this didn't happen again, but, yeah. Yeah. you know, a recession did happen 10 years ago. You know what I mean? I literally started this company in a recession. So, you know, at least you're concrete and prepared in the emergencies if you choose to pivot in this pandemic. So it's like, it's, we boomed, you That's know what right. I mean? It's It was the complete opposite, but we did put in the aligned work to mm-hmm. make that happen. I really stopped everything and did the inner healing. And I did the crazy travels when I didn't understand it so that I could really get clear. But look at the result. Yeah. Exactly. You know, look at the result. That's everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. Well, yeah. guys, we're coming to an end of this amazing episode. I honestly think we're going to have her again because we <laughs> yes. have another yeah. whole set of like conversations that i would love to have and it was such a pleasure i i didn't even have a clue of everything that you went through and yeah. listening to you i, I honestly got like chills <laughs> and i'm like i don't know i don't want to keep talking so it gave me a little like yeah, you know because it's, it's hard and it's crazy and, and and you're so strong to even sit in here and talking about it because a lot of people go through this and just, just shut down yeah. and they just blame that and live their life blaming that and 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 just hide underneath that and you chose not to do that it doesn't matter how long it took you the fact that you're standing here today and you chose to say fuck this this is not how i want to live my life Mm -hmm. and change it i mean it's such an inspiring inspiring um story for me for brian for our listeners that i want you definitely i'm going to leave all her information of what she does how she does it like i said in our bio and we are going to like extremely recommend for you guys to give her a try because I honestly, it's not just the way that she does things is the way she makes me feel yeah. like I'm so comfortable talking to you right now. I time my brother sometimes goes like, Oh, we have 45 minutes. And I'm like, damn, really? I feel like it was just been 15. Yeah. Seconds. This went by hella fast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we need a part two and yeah, three. We definitely need it. Definitely need it. Yeah. So therefore, you know, so we can, um, stretch this in the best way and people can, cause I know that podcasts are the kind of thing you have to have the time. Yeah. That's why I give the opportunity to just make it nice, short and sweet and mm. juicy yes. <laughs> that, you know, it gives you the opportunity to like, all right, this is good. And then we're going to yeah. give you another more, a good stuff next and give a chance to those who are listening if they have any questions like, yes please ask us you know uh, we're here to definitely help out in any way we can and pretty soon we're going to be opening a youtube channel guys so we're going to be recording this because you guys have to see the vibe that we have here <laughs> yes. I mean, we have food we have drinks tequila yes uh please i am not an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, we're open to making as comfortable as possible. So anything that we can do and you guys are part of our family, like I said, you are definitely going to come back. And I'm so grateful that you're here and that you, you know, did the stretch to come yeah, to us. Yeah, thank you for, you know, uh, opening up to us and letting us just hear your 
story you know is inspiring and this is just the beginning yeah so definitely stay tuned we'll have her back and we will uh get even more personal if we have to (laughs) you know i I like the juicy things (laughs) let's do it (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much we will be leaving you with a song who was chosen by nati and you know you know a little little thing thing right thank you so much guys peace love you bye I'ma be on some put it like this. I ain't really nothing like the mother bitches. I don't be on Twitter on that messy ass shit. Need attention from no rap to get in position. Need somebody who can do it like me. I know I'm different, you can say I'm unique. If you ain't nobody, I can you critique. It ain't really criticism, you just hating on me. Bitch up on my city I don't really see nobody fucking with me Can't hit nobody with them pies like me If you know somebody, you gon' have to show me No, no, no It ain't easy to be me They can't do this shit like me No, no I don't wanna hang out, I be in my own zone Don't ever think I need you, I could do it on my own I could go a whole day without being on my phone I don't fit in with society, I'd rather be alone Nowadays all I see, plastic surgery I don't need to do that to make a nigga want me Got a real old soul, I'm a 90s baby You don't gotta give me shit, but some fucking loyalty I'ma be honest, I'ma put it like this I ain't really nothing like the mother bitches I don't be on Twitter on that messy ass shit Need attention from no rap to get in position Ain't somebody who can do it like me No, I'm different, you can say I'm unique If you ain't nobody, I can you critique It ain't really criticism, you just hating on me I feel like I'm the hardest bitch about my city I don't really see nobody fucking with me Can't hit nobody with them pies like me If you know somebody, you gon' have to show me